the resurrection morning when all the dead in Christ shall rise. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Eternal soul in weakness, raised in power, ready to live in paradise. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. I'll have a new home. Glory, glory. With the redeemed of God understand. No more pain, there'll be no more strife. Yes, raising the likeness of my Savior, ready to live and glory. I'll be glad. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life, eternal free from every imperfection. Youthful and happy, I shall be. Lost in victory. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Oh, yes. I'll have a new home. Glory, glory. With the redeemed, never stand. There'll be no more sorrow. No, no more pain, pain. There'll be no more strife. Yes, raising the likeness in of his likeness. Ready to live. I'll be glad. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Trump of God shall sound. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Eternal grains, all bursting saints are shouting heavenly beauty all around. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. I'll have a new home. Glory, glory. With the reading of God's stand. No more pain, there'll be no more strife. Yes, raising the likeness of this likeness. Ready to live, I'll be glad. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Good morning, and welcome to the Passion for Christ show. So glad to have you, friend. What an awesome day. What a beautiful morning to be alive, to be called a child of God. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. What a challenges we have. What opportunities we have in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I just want to tell you this, friend. That is, I'm a follower of the greatest movement ever, a follower of Jesus Christ, because you see in him, in him alone, I found peace, forgiveness, joy, happiness, and I am blessed beyond measure, more than I could ever deserve. And my goal here is simply this, that is to encourage you, friend, along the way to help you find your passion in life in Jesus Christ. Upcoming in our study segment, we're going to be talking about an important ministry that you may have forgotten about and that you are specifically involved in. That's right. I bet you didn't know this. One important ministry. But before we get there, friend, we got a few things along the way. And the first is headline news. (laughs) 
Well, get this. You won't believe this, folks. Several petitions by Christian organizations are urging for the cancellation of a controversial film that blasphemes Jesus Christ. It's a movie, friend, called Habit, and will feature 22-year-old Paris Jackson. She's the daughter of the late king of pop, Michael Jackson. Jackson, you see, is bisexual in real life, and she will be playing Jesus, who is being betrayed as a lesbian who indulges in carnality with another woman. Can you believe that, folks? Can you believe that? The movie Habit follows a party girl with a Jesus fetish who gets mixed up in a violent drug deal and finds a possible way out by masquerading, of all things, as a nun. Her physical portrayal of Jesus will feature a nose ring, tousled waves, and a traditional robe. There's no official release date. The petitions are already going, folks. You can bet your bottom dollar on that one to stop the film's release. Movie Guide argued that the movie habits will cause confusion and mislead children and new Christians from the biblical truth of who Jesus is. Hmm. Wow. What a... Just think about that. Michael Jackson's daughter to portray Jesus as a lesbian woman in new controversial film. Mm. Well, now get this. If things couldn't be weirder, get this. A California church may have to find a new home after a federal judge upheld a city's prohibition on houses of worship in a three-block stretch of downtown. You see... New Harvest Christian Fellowship in Salinas, California had rented space alongside Main Street for more than 25 years and began looking for a new building when its services outgrew its current location. The church subsequently bought a spacious building on the same street in 2018 with the intent of holding services there, but the city's planning commission stepped in and the city council denied the church's request to use the building as a house of worship, saying, get this, folks, that the church at that location would upset the city's goal of stimulating commercial activity within the city's downtown. That's been in the state of decline for so many years. The city limited the church to use up the building's second floor. A federal magistrate judge, Susan Van Coolen, sided with the city and uh, that the church could have found other buildings within the city in that location, but didn't. The judge also cited the city's own expert who said, in the city planning field, it is well known that private assembly types uh, uses, such as churches, detract from the city's effort to promote a vibrant, pedestrian-friendly downtown, typically open only to organizational members, operate during private hours. The church would generate limited interest among the general public. And by contrast, movie theaters, nightclubs, restaurants, bars, and other entertainment values 
would tend to attract far greater numbers. That's the bottom line after all, wouldn't you think, folks? Well, get that. Court rules California church can't meet in downtown building it owns. Woo! <laughs> Imagine that, folks. Imagine that. Mm, 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 mm. Well, now, get this. Get this. Following nearly a decade without new music, Rebecca St. James is back in the spotlight with a new podcast, a new song, and soon a new album. St. James released a new single June the 12th, one month after she launched a new podcast, Rebecca St. James Friends and Family. It's been nine years since she released new music and about seven since she's toured. She has uh, nine number one Christian radio singles, multiple Dove Awards, and a Grammy. She enjoyed the lime being out of the limelight. She was married during her hiatus. She gave birth to two children, both girls. She's now pregnant with her third child, a boy. God just did a lot in our family's life during my time of uh, hiatus. Some of it was just really beautiful, like dreams come true to me. Some of it was really challenging. Some of it was like a winter season. I miscarried a few times. My husband was going through a very disconcerting, challenging vocational time in his life. But in that time of what I considered to be our winter, God was doing a lot of beautiful things. We see a lot of purpose in that pain now. Well, there you go, folks. Rebecca St. James is back from hiatus with Christian Life Podcast and a worship album. And that's... Our headline news for this broadcast. And now this day in church history. In 1880 on this day, church history, death of Samuel R. Brown missionary educator to China and Bible translator in Japan. In 1885, five Moravian missionaries arrive at the location in Alaska where they will found Bethel Mission. Moravian leader Reverend Henry Kilbuck will learn Yupik language of the local Eskimos. And finally, on this day in church history, in 1907, Robert A. Torrey receives his D.D. from Wheaton. He will become a prominent evangelical leader and write the popular What the Bible Teaches. And that's this day in church history. <music> And now we have a little bit of fun, folks, with Name That Bible Character segment. Here is your clue. I am what God did on the first day of creation. What am I? 
Don't go looking to your Bibles, friend. Think about this. Pray over it. I am what God did on the first day of creation. What am I? We'll reveal the final answer. Following our study segments, so stay tuned, folks, for that exciting reveal in our final segment of Name That Bible Character. Well, friend, now we come to our part of our program where we have a little study. So let's take time now to go in word of prayer before we get in our study. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, what a beautiful opportunity it is to come and study your word and see what you have to say about our lives and what we should be doing and how we should be living. And, and we know that we need to turn to you to get and to understand the power that you have for our lives, but also to understand your will and to accomplish it. Father, we pray that We'll have open hearts and open minds during this study. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So the title of this study, friend, uh, is called An Important Ministry. Maybe you weren't aware that you had a ministry when you became a child of God, but you certainly do, I do, every one of us do, and it's an important ministry. So just... Uh, Get your cup of coffee, get your hot tea, whatever it is, and just get side by side with me. And let's read what God has to say about this important ministry in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. We'll start reading in verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Amen. What a glorious truth. If anyone, a believer that calls upon the name of Jesus as their Lord and Savior, has come to him in full repentance and come to him in submitting to baptism, come to him in, in accepting Jesus Christ as, as Lord of his life, once that happens, the blood of Jesus covers you from your sins. And what does that mean? Well, it means that you are a new creation the old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Your old man is done away with. Now you are a new person, a new man, a spiritual child of God, adopted by God himself through Jesus Christ. Amen. What a glorious and powerful truth that we can have and know that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation the old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Now, in verse 18, it says, all this is from God. That's right, folks. This is not something that you're going to find in some three-step program in the library. You're not going to find this in any other philosophy in this world. But this is all from God, who, through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So Paul here is very clear that this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself. It's not just the fact that you have been redeemed and purged of your past sins 
And now you've become new. And he just didn't leave you there. But there's something else special that has happened. He's reconciled us. Drawn us into his relationship. Now we are connected to God. But there's something else. And that is, he says, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. He gave us, he gifted us, he gifted you, friend. If you are a child of God, you are a believer of Jesus Christ. He has gifted you with the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. Therefore, what is that reconciliation? It means to be reconciled. It means to it, it means to bring together. Something has been separated. Now we're going to be brought together in a special and a unique way. And that unique way is through Jesus Christ. Verse 19 it says, That is, he clarifies, In Christ God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against him and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Now get that, underline that word, entrust. Entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Amen. That message that needs to be shouted and delivered to the world and you and I are part of that message of reconciliation. We are a part of that entrusting to who's how is this message going to be delivered if it's not going to be you and I how is this message going to be conveyed to the world if we are not part of that answer there's a story I came across to kind of illustrate just how important this idea of entrusting to us the message of reconciliation He's entrusted. That is a very powerful and important word to entrust somebody to do something. He's trusting you and I. That once we learn what it means to be reconciled to God, what it means to have our trespasses removed, how it will drive us to others to tell them this great and powerful news. Here's an illustration I came across. Jesus returned to heaven and angels gathered around to learn what happened. Jesus told him all about his miracles, his teachings, his death, crucifixion on the cross, and his resurrection. When he was finished, Michael asked, What happens now? Jesus answered by saying, I've left 11 important men who will declare my message. They will express my love. He will use them in establishing and building my church. And then the question Michael asked was this, but what if these men fail? Jesus answered, I have no other plan. Think about that for a moment. If we are not part of the answer of this message and ministry of reconciliation, who is? God has entrusted you and I. It goes on. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. What is an ambassador? Ambassador is an official envoy, a high-ranking diplomat, 
who represents a state or a country. Or it could be a person who acts as a representative or promoter of a specific activity. He is a good ambassador for the industry, music industry, or movie industry. Here we become ambassadors of Christ. We're put in a position, a highly respectful, honorable position by Christ himself. And we are to reflect the standard and power and be representatives of this message of reconciliation. We become ambassadors, friend. Therefore, verse 20, underline that, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. God makes his appeal to the world through you and through me. No other purpose for that ambassador. God making his appeal through us, we implore you on the behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. And he gives us an example of what that appeal is. We implore you on the behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. And why? For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's the message of the ambassador. That ambassador comes to you, friend. That ambassador, You as an ambassador goes to your friend or goes to someone that you meet and have an opportunity to discuss these very crucial things that Christ has entrusted you with. Very important items and message I have died for you I've literally placed your sin on my back nailed to the cross for you why so that we might become the righteousness of God and be drawn together and connected Become a new man. Reconciling ourselves through Christ to God. Amen, folks. That's why this is an important ministry. So you understand you are an ambassador. Everywhere that you go, you have an opportunity. Take it. God will be there with you. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. That's our study for this broadcast. And now we have the final segment of Name That Bible Character. Here was your clue. I am what God did on the first day of creation. What am I? He divided the light from the darkness. That's the answer, folks. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 through 5. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. 
And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And evening and morning were the first day. It's interesting that this creation of light and darkness was done before there was a sun and moon and stars. Hmm. Very interesting indeed. Well, there you go, folks. I am what God did on the first day of creation. What am I? Divided the light from the darkness and named that Bible character. Well, folks, you too can become a follower of Jesus Christ if you just give your life over, make a Lord of your, over your life. And if you submit to him in baptism, confessing his name, and you'll find forgiveness, joy, peace, happiness. Be blessed beyond measure more than you ever deserve. Well, folks, visit our website, normanchurch.com, normanchurch.com, normanchurch.com. It's been my privilege here to try to encourage you along the way to help you find your passion in life in Jesus Christ. I just want to just uh, tell you this, friend. Thank you for listening to this show and may God bless you do 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 kind of group do 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 kind of group do 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 feeling kind of easy Hard life put behind me Rolling down the road now All my sins are gone now Feeling kind of groovy Oh yeah, I'm feeling kind of groovy And I'm singing to the music of my Lord I'm really singing Joy to the Lord. Oh, yes, I'm singing hallelujah, giving thanks to Jesus Christ, my awesome Lord. I'm really singing Of my Lord, I'm really singing joy to the Lord. Oh yes, I'm singing hallelujah, giving thanks to Jesus Christ, my awesome Lord. I'm really singing joy to the Lord. Oh yeah, I'm feeling kind of groovy, and I'm singing to the music of my Lord. I'm really singing joy to the Lord. If you are tired and heavy burden, let me introduce you to the blessed Lord. I'm really singing. Joy to the Lord, do, 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 do. feeling kind of groovy. Word of God is in you. Rolling down the road now, life is wonderful now. Feeling kind of groovy. Feeling kind of groovy. Feeling kind of easy. Feeling kind of, feeling kind of, feeling kind of easy.
Feeling kind of groovy. 